whoever doesn't believe in karma I think is very wrong like I don't know what's happening in my life but like all the bad karma is coming to me right now why everything bad like so today I um my car broke down on the side of the road and I had to wait an hour for CAA yeah that reminds and then me and then my phone died and I'm like so I'm at like one percent like calling CAA oh shit. yeah mm-hmm. but okay so uh for anybody who doesn't know you do you want to give yourself a little intro Sure. Who is Shannon Shute? So I'm Shannon Shute. I'm a longtime friend of Chantel's. Uh, we actually met because we worked for the same brokerage together, um, but we've stayed long-term friends through everything. And yeah, we're both yeah. real estate agents in, in Durham. I remember when I first met you, it was so funny. I, I feel like I was so different then. Like oh, we both were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess you were a lot different too. <laughs> But I remember Shannon was like, I, I was so I was so shy and just not accustomed to the world or something. I don't know. And then Shannon just like called me one day and she was like, hey, you want to go door knocking? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't want to go door knocking. Um, but I did anyways. And I feel like that was such a big turning point because you just kind of like pushed me you pushed me out into the world. Yeah, you have to. Honestly, like it's, you can't do door knocking anymore with COVID, but sometimes it's just better to go out and do stuff than to do nothing at all. We went out there and we talked to people. We talked to lots of people. I know. (laughs) I was thinking about it and I was like, Shannon, who would have hired us? Like we probably looked like we were like 21. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. I wouldn't have hired us. And just to top it all, just to top it off, we did this for months. We we did this for months, mm-hmm. but when we started, it was the dead of winter. Yeah, we were <laughs> outdoor like, knocking in the freezing we, cold. We were we were, we were like, like freezing probably, at their front doors. Yeah, like can you go away? I'm cold right now. <laughs> but uh, also, so funny do you remember we were probably... the amount of people that let their like young children answer the doors? Yeah. There was one kid who like opened the door and then he like one of them went to go get the parents and uh and we were waiting there for like 10 minutes and then we were like should we should we go like what's gonna happen to this kid yeah because away? at that point like the parents are gonna be so annoyed like they don't want to talk to us <laughs> at that point no they're gonna be like what no go funny. away <laughs> that was such a long time ago you know what though I I still believe in like just kind of hit in the pavement kind of work style still um I yeah. like that I like when we did that we used to also do a ton of open houses together which were always fun we were how much money do God, you think like... you wasted on Starbucks cookies just saying oh my gosh <laughs> I wasted <gasps> I completely forgot about that so I used, I used to, to buy Starbucks yes. cookies for the oh open God. houses and people love them. Um, of course. And it was a hit. But it was, it was, yeah, well, yeah. But um, it was, uh, it was worthwhile to do it because we were having like 50 people through the open yeah, house. So yeah, it was like, true. and it made a really good impression. I think if we right? were to do it now, like thinking about it now, because actually AJ, so my fiance is also a real estate agent and uh, 
he's big on doing cookies too but he has like stickers that he puts like he packages them and it has his like info on the stickers I'm like yeah that's better than like or you could do a stamp yeah. like at least it has your we were just you were just giving out we were giving out straight info. up cookies yeah well like we looked like we were balling like who gives out Starbucks cookies those are like two dollars each oh my gosh so funny <laughs> but honestly like we were probably working harder than like 90% of the real estate agents at the time 100% choice of having a lot of animals no we were we were definitely doing the absolute most and I think that uh we still do the most <laughs> sometimes it's we still good do the to, most. to do the most you know you gotta you gotta do the most um do you want me to tell you a little bit about the story that I was reading on yeah I have some notes here let me see if I can can I pull them up at the same time does that still work yeah okay because I'm just pulling up my notes okay so um I'm gonna pull them up and then pull you up on the side here sorry it's just gonna take me a second to get used to this um okay so the story that I'm going to tell you about, it's actually a Canadian story and it's, um, fuck, it's literally, sorry for my language, it's every real estate agent, especially female real estate agents, worst nightmare. Like, when I, I, I remember hearing about this, this story happened in the 80s, I remember hearing about mm -hmm. this story because my dad is also an agent and it was just terrifying, so... I'm going to mess up her name. It's Lindsay Buziak. I think Buziak's how you say it. So she mm -hmm. got, um, she was a new agent. She started like the same age we started. Super, super pretty girl. And she got this phone call from these random people. And they said they were a couple. They were moving to BC and they wanted to buy a property. They sent her the property they wanted to go see. And it's a million dollar property. She's stoked. She's like, Fuck yeah. I'm making um, bank today. Yeah, like she's super excited. <laughs> Probably the biggest deal she's ever done at this point. Um, mm -hmm. But like she does kind of feel weird about it. She asked them like, how did you get my number? Because they called her on her personal number. And if you guys out here aren't real estate agents, some of us put our personal numbers out there. Some of us will just put our brokerage number out there. Um, it depends. I, pu I put my personal number out there, but I never really thought about it. But anyways, they said they were referred by a different client. And she even called, like, the other client, but the client, the other client was on vacation, um, which wow. is kind of sus to begin with. Anyways, mm. she, uh, she was like, fine. She talked to her dad about it. She talked to her boyfriend, who was also an agent. And her boyfriend's like, it's fine. Like, you know what? Like, I'll meet you at the showing after, like, I'm sure it's whatever. He's like, as long as I'm there, like, what's going to happen, right? Which, like, you would think is, like, okay, like... As, as an agent myself, like, I keep an air tag in my car that family members have access to. Oh my gosh, I also share so my phone location with people because the thing is, uh, like, as a female, like, we know, Chantel, it's, it can be scary. Like, some people get, like, they do not pass the vibe check. <laughs> yeah like they're they're basically they're not looking for a house they're looking for company like. exactly exactly especially yeah. when you're a young pretty agent um and this is something i actually mean chantel disagree on um i don't put my photos in my advertising chantel does um but i'm scared yeah. of f people like this like this shit scares me yeah, so it's so common that real estate agents are harassed and everything. And honestly, I don't, like, am I ugly? Like, nobody harasses me. 
No, you know what? It's you know what's the worst part about it? I've had me. It never happens to me. Agents like hit on me in an uncomfortable, like comfortable way than I have clients. I've had other agents Mm -hmm. be like, "Oh, I saw your business." Like, don't call me because you saw my business card, Frank. Get the fuck out of here. Frank. What the fuck? It's always a Frank. It's always a Frank. A Frank. I was going to pull a name out there, but it's way too specific. <laughs> you know who I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, probably. Well, there's a few of them. <laughs> there's a few, that's for sure. Anyways, so she was like, cool, I'm going to go. So she goes. Uh, she was using, out apparently out in BC, they have better lock boxes than us because this was like an electronic lock box that sent like log the time that it was opened each time i don't know where mm-hmm. you find them mm-hmm. i was like that sounds the amazing. central locks i've yeah, never they heard have of them those downtown toronto i gotta get yeah, one yeah, of those they're pretty that sounds amazing yeah because then you know exact time stamps right so if people are going and in you can like lock early, people out too yeah so yeah. that's cool didn't know about that anyway so a time stamped her appointment was at 5 30 she went in at uh 5 29 they think it was only 15 minutes before she was murdered 15 no minutes way. so she goes in oh my gosh, so she, i know so she goes in there's and there's photos of this online if you look up Lindsay buziak you can see there's photos of her shoes laying at the front door she had her nice little black heels at the front door it looked like they probably walked around showed the the main floor and then she was murdered when she was showing she was struck bot from behind no defensive wounds so she had no idea this was going to happen in the upstairs master bathroom now if you're an agent you usually go in and show the place so i can totally even see myself walking into the master bathroom to show them and she Mm -hmm. was stabbed several times beaten to death um this is all within half an hour they were in and out so Lindsay's boyfriend did show up he did show up he was waiting out front with his friend so they were doing another contract somewhere else so he had brought his friend with him and they were waiting outside and her boyfriend um I think is I can't remember his name I think it was Justin her boyfriend actually saw them open the door so it looked the police think the assailants tried to leave saw the car out and then left through the back anyways the front door was locked so he went up with his friend to check front door was locked because he's getting suspicious he's like she's not answering her phone she's not answering her text like this isn't like her because he was she was worried to begin with so the friend went around the back opened the door up for her boyfriend uh the front door and he went upstairs and found her right so they called the police now um the police came um lindsay wasn't robbed she wasn't sexually assaulted this was not like they say it was like a crime of passion which is why eventually her boyfriend will become like a suspect in in her murder um because she was so brutally attacked um but her her boyfriend was immediately taken into custody which is like I don't know. It's so hard because apparently they were having like a rocky relationship. So like bad talk about bad timing. Oh, um, no. Not to laugh at that. But so like, ar- he already seems suspicious. So yeah, you're like suspect number one. You're done. Um, so they interview him. He passes the polygraph, which if you follow true crime stuff, you know the polygraph does not mean shiz. Like it doesn't mean shit if you pass a polygraph. No one cares anymore. Um, yeah. I heard friend, you could put like a attack in your shoe and just, yeah like, just polygraph different, that way. different things um the friend it's was like real science released the boyfriend ends up being released too 
and um, so there, there's a few theories. So there's a theory that like the boyfriend might have put a hit on her and um, planned so he would be there so it didn't look suspicious. But there's also like another theory that she was visiting her dad in Victoria and she had mm-hmm. called like an old acquaintance and he happened to be cousins with a very, very well-known drug dealer. And right before... Or right before Lindsay died, this friend's cousin was arrested. He was like one of the biggest drug bucks, that drug bus in um, the country for cocaine. Um, so they think that like these drug dealers looking for their money were out to put a hit on whoever might have talked. So they think she might have been targeted oh. as like you know an out for like this drug whatever thing that's going on whatever what's that called drug dealer worlds i don't know whatever drug dealer yeah yeah whatever drug dealers do i'm not a drug dealer so (laughs) i just don't have the words for it um (laughs) so they don't know they never found out who it was so they never found out the dad's super suspicious of the boyfriend and and the drug dealers like he's if you watch interviews he's like pretty much suspicious of everyone but no her this is still an unsolved case which is so scary to think that she took all of the precautions that you could possibly take she told people where she was going to be she told people who she was showing to and later they tried to trace the phones and they were burners so it seems like it was definitely a hit like these were organized killers they knew what they were doing they were in and out Mm -hmm. um they were good at pretending like people saw these people go in with her, but they couldn't recognize her because they seem like normal people. Um, so it's just yeah. really freaking scary. And I know it can happen in any type of industry, but when you work in an industry where you have to be alone yeah. with people, it kind of gets we're more susceptible. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. 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 And that's why a lot of people try and give me leads and stuff. And I always, like, I'll very rarely take them. Because if I don't know the person, why am I going to put myself in, into that situation, right? And Absolutely. I know it seems like, oh, an unlikely thing. But you never know. And th- that's the thing. Like, she probably, if, if she was taking him around and, like, comfortable enough to go into the bathroom by herself with him. I know. Then uh, she had no... No, no suspicions right? no suspicions just like total blindsided it's yeah. it's so has scary. that ever happened to you like getting the creeps from somebody i or did do you, are I you had, always like aware i had this one client who i i had sold their property um and i knew they weren't immediately looking for another property because they were going to take care of their one of their parents i'm not gonna get too into it um Anyways, they, there was a couple times where I knew they were just booking me out because they wanted to spend time with me. And there was one time mm-hmm. I went into this condo and they insisted that I walked in front of them. And I just remember it giving me full body chills. Like, just like, no. so, so, yeah. So I picked up my phone and I called my dad and just like talked to him, pretended oh. like I was busy, told the guy kind of just show himself around. Um, but yeah, <laughs> never went out with that client again. Um just because of my my instincts were just like no hell no like no 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. how about you yeah I did 
I think mostly I avoid them. Like I'll just get somebody else to take them. But I remember one time, there's one time I couldn't, I couldn't pass the lead off. And so I was like, okay, well I'll just take it and I'll, I'll tell, make sure everybody knows where I'm going. Yeah. And he, he gave me such the creeps, but uh, ended up going and it was fine. And by the end of it, I was like, oh, he's such a sweet old man. I just, yeah. So I got, I got the wrong vibes from that one. <laughs> yeah, but like you never know. I, st- I still think always trust your instinct because sometimes people can pretend to be sweet old men, but you never mm. know. You never I think yeah. I think especially women, we have a very, very good uh, internal instinct when it comes to like heebie jeebies. Um, I would always mm-hmm. trust it. I don't think you're ever wrong. Just maybe maybe it hasn't come up yet. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. well, yeah, because I've never, I've never been in like a dangerous situation, so I guess maybe my instincts are working. Yeah, probably. So <laughs> let's hope so. Yeah, I guess Finger- for now. Yeah, fingers, fingers crossed, right? No, I think for the yeah. majority, like a lot of people are good, but there are always going to be those, you know, people that that are are creepy, especially when you work in in a job like we do. Yeah. Well, because we have like a, a realtor, uh, like a chat group, I guess, mastermind group, like of like 6,000 realtors. And you're, you're always seeing like all these women that are posting like, oh, this person is like stalking me, this person's oh harassing gosh. me and all that. Yeah, you don't read those. There's so no. many of them. But I'm um, Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting there thinking like, like, do they, do people not like me? Like I'm never harassed. <laughs> I'm never harassed yeah I'm like why but also I don't have my phone number public anywhere so um yeah so that's like it always goes through the office yeah I always have to talk through the office first so that probably saves me I'm always suspicious like um if somebody like directly like that I don't know tries to email me text me or something and ask me to go places I'm always like well where did you get my number yeah it's it's not public so yeah so it's kind of maybe that's like my safety net is that I never put my um my private number anywhere and then I'll know right Mm -hmm. yeah it's a good but but so did Lindsay Lindsay did the exact same thing and look at she did everything right yeah she did everything right there's nothing she brought somebody with her (laughs) it's insane it's insane yeah yeah. yeah, but the odds yeah. of that happening are really slim. Yeah, it is a really good story. I actually I heard about it a long time ago because there's a Dateline episode on it as well, um, and I mm. remember yeah when I saw it, it just freaked me out, especially because my dad was an agent. I was really, really freaked out about it. Yeah, I heard of another one where an agent was killed on an open house, but it turned out to be her ex husband. I wonder <gasps> if that's the same one. I guess not. No, but, but yeah, sure they happens. were. Yeah, uh, so they were trying to figure out who the lead was and everything, and, and they couldn't find anybody, and it turned out to be your ex-husband. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. So scary. It makes you, like, never want to leave your house, like... Yeah, but, like, it could be your you know, husband. Like, it's here. always the husband. Yeah. It's always the... Hu- that's always the first right? suspect. It's always the first just suspect. Just have no husband and just live alone forever. Just go move into the And then the woods, I will y'all. be safe. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. So I have a story about somebody who um, lived in Penetanguishene. Do you know where that is? I don't know. Where is that? 
but fuck nowhere like <laughs> two so is two it, hours north of toronto oh it's in canada yeah okay it's okay. like two hours north of toronto and i was okay. thinking about it and i was like uh like who lives out there but i guess if like you run into enough people that you don't like you want to move out there yeah but think about it. my right? mom lives like three hours north from toronto yeah where does she get her groceries barry <laughs> really yeah <gasps> That's brutal. Yes. Um, yeah, so today I'm going to tell you the story about the Beck House. Mm-hmm. So it's in Pengutengushin. And this guy named uh, Carl Maximilian Beck, he was one of the key players in the logging industry in the 1800s. Okay. So he was born in, Ek- Ek- oh man, Eckhardshausen, Ek- Ek- Eckhardshausen, oh. Germany okay. in 1838. <laughs> And he later emigrated to Canada. And then in 1868, uh, he married Emily Dames, who later bore him nine children. So they had nine. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so they settled in Penguin-Tanguishin in 1865 with $0. So he came to Canada with $0 in his pocket. And he Which eventually is crazy constructed that people this. Used to, how do you, how do people do people that? do that? Like how do people yeah. do that? You like, can't I go am anywhere not with that no bold. money now. I am not that bold. <laughs> yeah, I guess just like hard work. I'm always like, I'm always suspicious. I'm like zero dollars. Like, zero, really? right? Like but, really zero. Like you yeah, have, like you know, <laughs> nothing. Like how do you go to another? But no, they probably. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Wow, wild. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but he constructed a mill. So I guess this is how he did it. He, uh, like a tree mill. Okay, like a logging um, mill. Logging, yeah, like a logging mill. Okay. And after the success of the mill took off, he had a large Queen Anne revival style home built for him and his family. Oh, that's nice. And then in 1878, uh, he bought out his two partners, and then he established the Seabeck Lumbering Co. like company. Oh, okay. So he like made it his own. Yeah, nice. moving up in life from Good zero dollars, like yeah, owning a logging company. Jesus. Yeah. If only it was. That and easy he even now. became. Not that it was easy. I know, but like you know what I mean, like. But then you again, can you can put now. you can put like twenty bucks into Bitcoin and become like yeah right yeah or you could lose or you could be like two thousand dollars in debt yeah um but uh so he even became uh one of pangatangoshin's first mayors in 1882 he became the mayor first mayor in pangatangoshin yeah he came over with zero dollars and then he eventually became the mayor nine kids Mm -hmm. too yeah wow okay nine kids i wonder how much work his wife was doing (laughs) I know, with nine kids. Uh, he eventually, though, made his own currency. So he owned a bunch of the businesses in this in the town, and he made his own currency. And he paid his employees half with that currency and half with Canadian dollars. That sounds weird. So half of their income <laughs> would have to be spent in his stores, like he was playing Monopoly. Yeah, in what the fuck? Yeah. This is what happens when you move to nowhere. You can just make up the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I guess that's why people want to move to like the boons, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like from zero dollars to like making (laughs) making his own currency. Now he's the bank. Yeah, daddy. Daddy. Um, that that's the wrong podcast. (laughs) That's a different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but uh, okay, so yeah, but. As you know, money can't buy you everything. So two of his nine children died at the house at a young age within the same year. So two of his oh, young shit. children. And then their mother also died, leaving <gasps> Beck's daughter Mary to raise the kids. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it was just her, like the oldest daughter. She was taking care of all the rest of the kids. Jesus. Yeah, like six kids. So as Mary got old, older... Eventually, she wanted to go off and get married, of course, Mm -hmm. and start her own family, as one does. Uh, But um, Beck wasn't understanding. He was pretty pretty mad that she was leaving. And so get this. Eventually, when he died, he divided his estate evenly among all of his children, but he gave Mary $1. (gasps) No, he didn't. Because she left. Because she left $1. And do you know how much he was worth by the time he died? He was worth $12 million back then. So in the 1800s, he was worth $12 million. And he gave her a dollar. And he gave his a dollar. What a douche. How mad do you have to be to your children to do that? Fuck him. (laughs) Yeah. What a jerk. What a dick. Yeah, so, so now the house is commonly thought of as haunted by Beck's wife and two children. Ooh, why? And visitors and residents, yeah, have reported lights flickering, strange noises, objects moving, and uh, even tugs on the bed when they're sleeping. Oh, I've heard that's really common, like, with, like, supernatural The tugs stuff. on the bed? On the bed, yeah. I heard, like, it's really mm-hmm. common when, like you're in like a haunted room for like you to feel the weight of the bed move a bit like someone just sitting mm-hmm. on the end of the bed too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you, you can even stay there you can stay really? there for a hundred dollars yeah we should go yeah it's like an airbnb you want to go <gasps> i would go i would go yeah do you do you do you believe in that kind of stuff like the paranormal yeah absolutely stuff? yeah 100%. you think there's ghosts Yes, it's for, for sure. Real? But I'm just thinking, like, why would the wife and kids haunt it? Because, like, they were living life. True. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know the ghost things. Do they only haunt things when they when they had a sad life? Not always, but usually it's, like, unfinished business kind of stuff. But, like, also, I would... The daughter should have haunted the house. I'd be like, fuck this. I'm living in this mansion for life. That's what they're saying, yeah. She's pissed. She's looking for her money. (laughs) Yeah. Not that money's everything, but a fucking dollar? Come on, Dad. Like, so she she helped him for, like, as long as she could before she went and started her own family. But it was just, like, not good enough for him. I can't imagine. You don't get a replacement wife out of your daughter. (laughs) Like, go marry someone else. Right? (laughs) That's whack. Yeah. Apparently, when he died, so he was like on a horse-drawn wagon or whatever, and it went by the lake or the river, and he fell into it and drowned, and that's how he died, quote unquote. So. It's so weird the way people used to die. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. 
yeah when you think about it like back in the day it'll be like like people were always like falling down the stairs maybe it's because there was no light i don't know but there's always like these weird things that you don't really hear about like when would you hear about someone like drowning in the river (laughs) falling in the river and drowning like Like, it just seems so weird i guess it happens but like it just seems like people used to die in stranger ways yeah no wonder they want to be ghosts they're like this is not supposed to happen (laughs) that's have you ever had like a a ghost thing yeah i feel like yours is like better i should have done like a real more real estate related one but i love the old houses like they're so like the old houses too like even i would love to go to old castles have you ever been in a castle no i don't well castloma i went to this castle in portugal uh geez i can't remember the name if i remember it i'll let you know um but anyways the castle like it it gave off major creepy vibes like yeah yeah because they had some of like the old furniture like the beds first of all the beds used to be so fucking small people were short like i could not <laughs> i could not sleep in that twin size yeah well in um, europe yeah in europe they're like five feet even now they're like yeah a lot smaller than we are <laughs> right um but yeah so that was that was creepy and actually it's it's no, i don't think the house is still standing i should drive by it because it's it's in our hometown um my mom used to uh, live across the street from this Mennonite, and his house was so haunted. Like, it gave you the creepiest vibes. He had all his mennonite stuff in there. They actually used to film... Uh, <laughs> mennonite stuff. Yeah, I don't know if it was Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of the Dark. They used to film one of them at the location there because, like, it was that creepy. It was, it was actually... It's funny about this property because it was... Um, claimed as like a historical piece of land like you know what's it called when we do that uh yeah yeah they made it a horse a a horse historical home um and it's suspiciously the the house and the barn were lit on fire so they think that uh someone might have lit it on fire so they could they could you know build on the property but we'll never know oh i guess that's one way to get rid of the historical designation right (laughs) If it goes up in flames. Right? I think that happens a lot. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. You know, I never thought about Oopsies. that. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, people have a way of getting what they want. So I do. I do. All the power to them. I love your I tinsel. You you look like a little who right now. It's so cute. I know. Do you have any other creepy stories? <sighs> no, I don't think I have any other, like... I don't think there's any other ghost creepy stories? ghost stories that I have, like, offhand. Um, have you ever been to a house that, like, a murder had taken place that you knew of? No. 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 Yeah. But I, I told that story the last time. Um, oh, no, yeah, I, was... I have, because my mom bought a house. My mom bought a house that someone had committed suicide in the garage in she bought that no way yeah so this was up north uh this was actually in Goodrum, ontario and uh she bought it to flip it she did end up flipping it she she bought it with everyone being like don't buy it (laughs) don't buy it because of this reason but i remember her showing me um showing me the house and uh it had like a barn style garage so like you could see where 
like he would have it was so fucking creepy the energy in that garage was and like i don't even think it was just because it was in my head like it just felt like heavy and like i didn't i usually used to help my mom because she used to flip a lot of cottages i i did not Mm -hmm. i did not go into that house i just that kind of stuff like that's just no because i feel like that's really um I feel like that kind of thing brings, like, a lot of, like, negative energy. Like, if you're going to bring, yeah. like, energetic sources into this equation, I think that's, like, going to bring in a lot of hurt and a lot of, like, of those negative things. So, yeah, definitely gave off a bad vibe. Um, but that's the only house I know Any of ghosts? that, that uh, I don't know. I didn't stick around to find out. <laughs> Fuck that. I was like, later, uh. mom. This is all you. Um, this was your choice. <laughs> <laughs> but no i uh i don't think so i don't even think i would buy a house uh i don't think i would buy a house that had like anything like that happen in it would you any stigma no i yeah haven't i told no, you that's my murder mansion stigma. Like, that's like someone died here yeah i guess i don't know i yeah haven't i told you my story about the murder mansions that's like my dream to buy a murder mansion no why i'm so i'm obsessed why (laughs) i'm obsessed with like the abandoned people who go into abandoned mansions okay like they they have videos on youtube of people who are going into like these abandoned mansions just like explore and stuff and then sometimes they'll tell you the story of the house and like i just got super obsessed like i would just watch them like over and over and over again yeah, I just what about, I love what about anything. like did you ever go into the Whippy the Whippy Psych? I don't know if it's still there, but the old Whippy Psych ward no. used to be um you used to be able to break into it. I've been in there like when I was young, young, yeah. young, young, young. Um yeah, my aunt and my mom Super brought young. me in there. Yeah, like why are really? we here? <laughs> yeah, they were always my, my aunt and my mom were always up to no good. Um but then again, they were like our age, so of course they just had yeah of course we would do something (laughs) right but yeah so whippy psych used to have like an abandoned i don't know if it's still around i should i should not that i would go now because like i feel like there would be like a lot of yeah no it'd be bad energy just scary like just so scary i feel like that kind Uh, of bravery only comes out of teenagers like not even just bad energy there could be like people there like ready to rob and I don't know. Who knows? Oh, like drug addicts. Yeah, like you just never like know. I feel like as a squatters. teenager, you're like, I don't give a shit about anything. And you just like walk around yeah. the world like it's yours. Like now as an adult, I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't if, know if this is the place that I should be tonight. Um, I should be at a home sipping some wine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I I forgot about this completely. But um, so I went to Humber Lakeshore. Okay. Not not for real estate. This is before you could get your real estate license at Humber Lakeshore, and you mm-hmm. actually had to go into school. Right. But um, it used to be a psych ward, like the biggest psych ward, like in Canada or something. And yeah, and some of the buildings are still there. There was like even an underground tunnel. I never went to go see it because I was very good, a very good child. Yeah, that so never good. got in trouble, so I'd stay away from it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the outbuildings, like I had classes in them mm-hmm. and uh, they, for sure, like there was this one, just one that gave me the creeps and I always felt like somebody was watching me. Really? 
Yeah, and I, I'm a super skeptic about that kind of stuff. Like, I'm so interested in it, and I always want to, like, get more details and know the stories of it. But that, there was th- one building, and it was so creepy. It oh always felt God. like somebody was watching me, and, like, That's a bad so energy creepy. watching me. I wonder... Yeah, I would skip classes sometimes because I didn't want to go in there. <laughs> I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to go in there either. It's so crazy. Do you have, like... um like a web page people go to your podcast because if you do you should add pictures of what the whippy psych looks like and what it used to look like yeah freaking terrifying because it, it was an it's insane crazy. asylum yeah it's it's terrifying it's like what you would it's back in the day like the way that yeah the way psych wards used to work back in the day like that fascinates me how like our our mental health used to be taken care of like they were straight up torturing people that were like mentally unwell can you like i'm not mentally well all the time can you imagine someone being like here's a little bit of shock therapy or like how do you you feel about an ice bath like no i want a salt crystal like over the full moon de cleansing bath. I don't want a fucking ice bath. Jeez. Oh my gosh. That's what they used to do to women, like when they would get, when people would get sick of their wives. They would be like, you have hysteria, go to the menstrual cycle. Your, your menstrual cycle has made you hysteric, dear. It's not the fact that That's I'm sleeping right. with everyone in the neighborhood. It's definitely hysteria. It's you. It's you, you not are, me. There's something very wrong with you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't squander yeah. all our money, and now you're hysteric. I just, uh, I just think it's your time of the month, time to go to the psych ward. It's crazy. The men, the fact yeah. that men used to have such ownership over their wives used to fucking, that shit blows my mind. Like just pop her in the psych ward. Yeah. You know what though? But not even back in the day. I have an aunt that um, she has like she has some mental health issues, like some serious mental health issues that are like not in her fault in any way. But when she was a teenager, this one of my mom's sister, they would literally take her out of the house in a straitjacket. Like if you were picked up what? for, if you were picked up for like mental health or any type of like, um, like suicide attempts or stuff like that, they would straitjacket you out of there. Can you imagine oh. how you would feel going back to your house after they took you out in a street? Like the fuck were they thinking how embarrassing but what were they think like i don't understand how this is this is so off topic but i really do feel like we switch realities because how is this the same reality like how did people have the same functioning brains as us that thought this is correct (laughs) this is gonna help (laughs) i it was a bunch of men in a boardroom being like this is the solution guys that's right. <laughs> Until it happens to me or like smoking their have pipes. You, have you ever like read about um or like heard about the Kennedy kid that like no one talks about the mentally they're one of the Kennedy kids. No. I I'm not 100% sure on this. I haven't looked it up, but I think she had um she had something. It wasn't like autistic. It was something. She was on a spectrum of something. Anyways, there's I don't know if it's fact or rumor, but they had an lobotomy done, they said, on one of the daughters, and then she was never seen. She was in a mental health facility for her whole entire life. She's, like, the hidden Kennedy, um, but apparently, like, it just, like, it totally fucked her up because they used to do lobotomies through your fucking eyeballs, Chantel. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine <gasps> that? Like, 
It's so no. scary. It's so scary and so fucked. I can't even fucking imagine going through it, it's that type of torture. That, no. Uh, like, no. and you're just such an, like, you're an innocent person that needs help and you need humanity. And people are like, what is the most scary thing I can do? Like, that's why these places are haunted. <laughs> like, no wonder shit's haunted. Yeah. Because back in the day, people were, like, way out of line. <laughs> Y'all are way out of line. It, it just, it seems like anybody who doesn't conform, they're like, you're crazy. Like, we're going to do this to you. If you don't match our certain standards of what life is like, then we'll put you in the crazy, the loony bin. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is absolutely terrifying um but yeah it's uh it's wild it's wild how that kind of that kind of stuff has happened and no wonder these places are haunted you literally have like endless lists of things that you can talk about because of how many effed up things have happened in properties (laughs) yeah like literally you can do a google search and there's like there's so many there's so many stories just google murdered real estate agent and the amount of stories oh my god alone i was like yo i was just looking for one story not for a lifetime of (laughs) fucking terror fear yeah (laughs) yeah like yeah i unlocked a new fear today and it's being murdered on the job (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know i guess i'm like i'm really lucky that i just walk around not being scared (laughs) of anything (laughs) See, I think we're such the opposites when it comes to that because I'm yeah. scared of, like, my own shadow. I used to be like that, though. I used to be like that. I feel like before I was in real estate, like, when I just was at home with kids, like, I was, a f- like, I yeah, I think maybe it has something to do with infants, having infants. Yeah, I feel, I feel a little less scared now because you become, like, the protector of the house, but still... Good, good, good. Um, But yeah, it was so fun talking to you. I absolutely, like, I really love your podcast. I'm so excited to be on it. Um, Yeah, and I hope you liked the story that I told. I thought it was pretty creepy. Yeah, I love it. Thanks so much for being here. I feel like you had a way better story than I did. Like, it was so on point, and mine was not. (laughs) Mine was about ghosts and. But I like it because we had different, we had two different avenues and uh, I liked, I liked it. I I do, I love paranormal, like horror, like I love horror movies and I'm definitely like mm-hmm. a big fan of like all the paranormal activities, all of the, like those types of movies. Um, mm-hmm. And I love it. I love a good yeah. horror story. So that was a good one. I still, I still feel really shitty that she only got a dollar though. I know. I'd be so pissed. Can you imagine? But you know what? My family's going to do the same thing to me. For sure. I'm not in the will. I'm written out for sure. You think so? For sure. Oh, yeah. I was written out a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) A long time ago. Screw them. But yeah, I think people really like these kind of stories because every time we post a new one people will kind of they'll message me like their commentary and stuff like uh the last one I was talking to uh John and he said somebody somebody he knows said that in certain cultures you you cover the mirrors and the glass so that their spirits don't escape so okay so there's also a a theory so I knew that story I I already knew that story Mm -hmm. going into listening to it 
Um, they also say that, and I also loved how you had to talk about the American. I was like, how is she gonna? How oh, is yeah. she gonna unpack this one? <laughs> <laughs> You like the bacon, eh? <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, they also say that uh, covering the mirror is because if you if you find a person dead or if you're there, if you look into the mirror, the first person to look into the mirror afterward of finding the person is the next one to die. That's a, a superstition that was back in the day. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it, he didn't want to die and so, so he it covered it. There, that would... There's multiple theories on, on that, yeah. Yeah, because somebody said that it was just um, they they wanted their souls to go to the afterlife and stuff. But I'm like, if you're killing somebody, no, like how do you show empathy for them? Yeah, especially such. So a it would make more killing. sense. Yeah, such a brutal killing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that was really that's a good a good story. Um, oh, uh, so if anybody wants to follow you or uh, get in contact with you, how can they do that? Uh, they can contact me. I think the main platform that I use is Instagram and it's just Shannon shoot at Instagram. It's easy peasy. That's it. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Lots of, uh, lots of real estate stuff. Lots of mom stuff. Lots of pets. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of pets. Yeah. (laughs) You got a full house. I do. I definitely do. A full house of love. (laughs) I certainly do. Very lucky. 